Well, in today's Daily Telegraph, there's a story highlighting some of the many abandoned pubs across Sydney, including the supposedly haunted Victoria Hotel in Darlinghurst. And there's always stories about places in Sydney that are in some ways harbouring a poltergeist or some sort of scary ghost, and they're everywhere. So I thought I would focus on them for today's version of Sydney Uncovered. You live in this city, but do you know what lies beneath? This is an incomplete history of Australia's first colony. This is Sydney Uncovered. Sydney Uncovered, ghosts and shit. Sydney is the most haunted city in the world. Not only do we have ghost hotels, ghost train station and ghost houses, we have entire ghost towns. The entertainment quarter at Moore Park is the best example. Thanks to systematic poor infrastructure decisions by local governments, we've had a ghost monorail, a ghost IMAX theatre, a ghost Darling Harbour and soon a ghost light rail which run underneath a ghost cloud arch resulting in a ghost city. So what I'm saying is politicians in New South Wales have a knack for summoning the dead and then getting us to pay for it. Here's a list of ghostly Sydney locations your taxes may not have paid for. Quarantine station at Manly. About 500 people have reported to have died at the facility from the 1830s to the 1980s, where it was used to isolate people suspected of carrying severe infectious diseases, including Canterbury Bulldogs membership. Some people claim that at least 50 spirits are wandering the station's hospital, dining halls, shower block and morgue. Today, those brave enough can stay overnight or head out on its renowned ghost tour. Let me guess, there's no money-back guarantee you'll see an actual ghost? Picton, the old town in Sydney southwest, has been ranked among the most haunted places to visit in Australia. Among the spookiest parts of Picton are the main street on Saturday night after 11, and a close second is the Red Bank Range Tunnel, 180 metres of pitch black terror. Personally, I'd take the tunnel after 11. Macquarie Fields train station. Late at night, when the station is nearly empty, you can hear the moans and groans of a young girl in her teens. Hang on a second. This is a train station. I'm talking this one up to teenage fumbling, not a poltergeist. Studley Park House. Urban legend has it, it's haunted by a 14-year-old boy who drowned while swimming in a nearby dam. Ray Blackston's body was then stored in a cellar until his burial. Not eating the parmigiana there. Three decades later, while living in a transformed schoolhouse, 13-year-old Noel William Gregory died from appendicitis. It is believed that the spirits of both boys play together and remain in the house as a constant reminder of their tragic lives. The house has been bought and sold several times before being acquired by Camden Golf Club. So, Parmigiana is back on the menu for... Gladesville Mental Hospital. Built on top of more than 1,000 anonymous corpses. What? Who the f*** thought that was a good idea? Who's the architect, Freddy Krueger? This abandoned mental asylum is sure to send a shiver up his spine because never has an abandoned mental asylum not done that before. Thanks, Sherlock. Jeez. The Anglican Parish at Mulgoa. This church is supposedly haunted by two boys who burned to death in a horror prank gone wrong. Some visitors claim to have encountered headlights switching on and off and urban legend has it that their spirits get angry around fire. Many Catholic churches are haunted by the souls of young boys who... 
Due to legal reasons, this sketch has been ended prematurely. We sincerely hope you've enjoyed this edited version of Sydney Uncovered and look forward to presenting next week's edition, Great Stuff the Roman Catholic Church Has Done.